Today I got to teach 2 Nephi chapter 5 through chapter 8. And um, as we read chapter 5, the first five verses, I just asked the kids what was the same and what was different because we know that Laman and Lemuel have threatened Nephi many times. What changed that made the Lord warn Nephi it's time to go? And they talked about, well, now Lehi's dead. Um, they are now pinning everything. We have had much trial because of Nephi. They think their life would be better without him. And then um, just we talked about in the world today, do people pin all of their trials and all of their adversity on a person? And we kind of laughed that even with presidential elections and things we do, we say if this person wasn't president, we wouldn't have the trials we're having. So we kind of laughed that that is a tool of Satan to pin all of our unhappiness on someone else. But also we talked about when Lehi was told to leave Jerusalem, he was commanded, it says. And here it says that Nephi was warned. And I said, what is the difference between a warning and a command? And they said, we have the choice. And I said, exactly right. Nephi could have chosen to stay. But he listened and he chose to leave. And we talked about, um, I had them share in their groups a time that the Spirit had warned them to leave or to do something. And um, I shared a time that the Spirit had warned me something. Then um, I had written on the board Nephites and I had verses 10 through 18, 26 through 27, and 31. And then I had Lamanites, 19 through 24, and verse 34. And I had half the class look for how it described the Nephites after they left, and half the class look and write and describe what the Lamanites looked like after they left. And so under the Nephites, we had commandments, prosper, farm, scriptures, protect, raise animals, build, work, labor, temple, no king, um, priests, priesthood callings, obedient, and kept a record. And then they labeled it. They came up with this. This was how we live after the manner of happiness. And I just refreshed their mind. There was a conference talk of a man who talked about when he was struggling to find happiness in his life. Um, that he was led to these verses to search for what that meant to live after the manner of happiness. Underneath the Lamanites, we had not hearken, cut off from the spirit and from the Lord, hard hearts, flint, loathsome, idle, mischief, subtlety, hunt, and war. And um, I had them describe what those words like mischief, subtlety, loathsome, idle meant. And I said, okay, if the Nephites is titled the manner of happiness, how could we title the Lamanites? And we titled it misery. And I said, okay, if you want to know what misery looks like, this is what misery looks like. In each class, they t we talked about the curse. And we talked about, um, I told them, it was interesting to me as I studied for this lesson, all week the song, If You Could Hide to Kolob, kept circling in my head. And the one line that kept coming is, there is no end to race. And I said, if the curse was a skin color, um, you know, if they wake up the morning they're resurrected and they used to be black, they used to be Polynesian, they used to be Asian, and all of a sudden they look at their skin and they're white, don't you think they're going to be disappointed? 
And they all started laughing and they were like, yeah. And I go, yeah, I, you know what? My kids would want to wake up and be black. And so we talked about how it was a mark. And a lot of times things in the scriptures are symbolic. And so when it talks about hard hearted and Flint, Flint is black. And I said, it just, it doesn't even matter. I said, are there people who are white, who have this list of things that they are hard-hearted and loathsome and idle and mischief. And they said, yes. I said, it just, the, the skin color doesn't even matter. The curse is that list that we have written there of how the Lamanites lived. Another aha moment I had was, I have always wondered since I was little if Laman and Lemuel wanted so badly to be rid of Nephi when he left with those that followed him and believed in the counsel of the Lord, the warnings of the Lord, and were obedient to the commands. And um, why did the Lamanites seek them out? Why did they follow? Why did they have war? And I said, have you ever wondered that? Why the heck didn't they just say, good riddance, now we'll be happy? And they were like, yeah. And I said, you know, it was interesting as I read and I was looking at those words of idol and mischief and subtlety and hunt um, I said, all of a sudden, it dawned on me for the first time. We have so many accounts in the Book of Mormon of even with Ammon, that very famous story, the Lamanites plundering. They go and they rob the animals. They steal the animals or they steal things from the Nephites. I said, that's mischief and subtlety and idol. They don't work. They need to be around people who work and raise flocks and garden because that's their subsistence. They don't want to do it, but they have to have access to it. So that was a huge aha for me. Then I divided my classes and they were already divided, but I assigned one group to be pro Laman and Lemuel, one group to be against Laman and Lemuel. Was being cut off fair? Where are they now? Are they sons of perdition? And that was from um, a few years ago. I was very concerned because a lot of my students really seemed to resonate with Laman and Lemuel and really seemed to not love Nephi. And one day I was out running and just really concerned about this. And the spirit said to me, have your kids debate. And so I did this today. And so I give them five minutes. They have to back it with either conference addresses, something in the standard works or in LDS tools, you can find the um, gospel topics essays. So they have to back it. And then I have them choose a mouthpiece and they present their argument for why it was okay Layman and Lemuel were cut off, why it was justified, and the other to argue why they shouldn't have been, and um, also where you think they are. So we did that in all of my classes. They get a minute to present their case, and then the other team gets a minute, and then they get to gather together and rebuttal. And some of the cool things that came out today that I had not heard before was one class said Adam and Eve were cut off. Do you think they're sons of perdition? Do you think that they are gone? And I was like, wow, that was good. I had not thought of that. Um, another thing someone, one of the teams said was Nephi saw the future. And this came out in each class. They talked about the fact that in Lehi's vision, it shows Laman and Lemuel would not 
And so I did write those words on the board. And they said, Nephi saw the vision and saw the future and saw his entire posterity wiped out and the Lamanites were so wicked. And so they said, he already sees. It doesn't change. The, he knows. Well, then the rebuttal was... I don't think that was a vision of the future. I think that was a vision warning him of what could happen, what the future could be if they did not change. I loved that. Um, we talked about Alma the Younger being an example. Um, it calls him and he comes after uh, Laman and Lemuel and it calls him the very vilest of sinners and even says he led some to their death. And so we talked about the three days that he was in darkness being like spirit prison because they talked about they're in spirit prison um, and that he was in the depths of hell. And he also was a prophet's son. He also was raised with the scriptures. And when he says, I seem to have remembered one Jesus Christ my father had testified of and he calls out Christ's name, I said, his pain is gone. And then he starts the repentance process. But we talked about um, that Laman and Lemuel are in spirit prison. And who would go teach them? Who would be begging them to listen? And if Alma the Younger only took three days, if we know people are in spirit prison until the end of the millennium, that's a long time for the Lord to turn up the heat and for them to feel that burning of conscience and to turn to him. And God does that, on, allows that on purpose so that they will turn to him and be done with that misery. So I loved um, letting them debate, letting them come up with um, the scriptures and the backing. It's so fun to hear what they come up with and things that I hadn't thought of. It is an awesome, awesome lesson and a fun thing to be able to have them decide what's fair, what's not fair, where they should be. It was just a cool thing. Um, I did say I was frustrated we ran out of time, but the thought came to me as I was driving home, you will get the opportunity to revisit that as you talk about spirit prison and as you talk about other lessons, you will get to come back to things they said as they debated the fairness of this. It was an awesome lesson and I'm grateful for the conversation about the curse. I'm grateful for the conversation about um, Laman and Lemuel. It was just a fun lesson. Your kids are brilliant. Thank you for the way you are teaching them.